some things it's really obvious that you need more of, like money, for example. You can easily picture how more money would be helpful for your everyday life. What about faith? Why do we even need more faith when just a little faith in Christ makes it so that we can be in heaven with him forever? This sermon was originally recorded at Castle Rock Middle School, May 19th, 2013. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. We are reaching the end of a sermon series, which is I Need More. And last week, if you remember, does anyone remember what last week's was? I Need More Confidence. And uh, a lot of that will just apply into your workplace or in school and sports. And whether you're a Christian or you're not a Christian, a lot of this stuff all lines up. You need knowledge, you need ability, you need experience. And remember how many hours it says to be an expert? 10,000. You need 10,000 hours to be an expert at something. And you also need support around you that people care and want you to succeed at what you're trying to do. But what was the main difference between a Christian and a non-Christian? When things are going well, everyone's got confidence. For a Christian, though, when things go sour, when you lose your job or people betray you and things go bad, that's when you can step back and say, okay, I have done my best, I have worked my hardest, but my God is looking out for my best interest long-term, not just in this temporary world, but for eternity. So today, though, we're talking about not confidence in that sense, but confidence in, in a different sense. And the question is, I need more faith. That's not really a question, it's a statement. I need more faith. And those are really close, aren't they? Because if you have, like, confidence in a presentation you're about to do. You have faith, in a sense, in your abilities. You have faith in your preparation. You have confidence before you do some kind of event, right? And then you have faith in your preparation. You have faith in your own abilities. This is all makes So are we actually going to be talking about anything different today? So this is our question. Why does it even matter? Why would we even want more faith? Because it's a little different than something that's tangible, it's always good to have more confidence. You can imagine if you're doing a presentation or sports or whatever. It's nice to have confidence. Things seem to go better. But with faith, is that the case? How much faith do you need to go to heaven? How much? Can you quantify it? So here's a picture from Horton. Here's who. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen this video clip at least. So I remembered it, and I also typed in, Googled rickety bridge, and I thought this was the coolest picture that came up. So I'm going to get to that in a second. Um, You do not need, like, so much faith in order to get to heaven. If you trust even this much that Jesus has paid for your sins, that because of your sin you're separated from God, and Jesus is the one who brings forgiveness, who brings you close together, that makes you a child of God, you're going to heaven. So Horton, how much trust does he have in this bridge? Not a lot. In the video, I think he keeps walking in each of the planks. He walks confidently across it, and each of the planks falls off as he walks, but, you know, it's a comedy. But does it matter how much faith he has? All he needs is enough faith to be able to walk on this bridge. And if the bridge itself can hold him, he's fine. So it's just like our faith. Obviously, Christ is not like some rickety bridge, but Christ absolutely has died. Christ absolutely has risen. Christ will come again to bring you up to heaven. There is no doubt about that. There is no question. So if you have this much faith, or if you're crawling on the belly of faith to God, it does not matter. You're going to heaven. So back to our question. Why does it even matter? So if you just have this much faith, why do we need more? It's not like gasoline. It's not like money. We're going to talk about that next week. Each of you can envision how a little bit more money would be helpful. It's not something tangible like that. So why are we even asking this question? 
relationships. I don't think I'm going on a limb to say your best relationships that you have are built on trust. And it, just think about all your relationships and the best relationships you have, are they built on trust? Every single one. So it can start at even like something simple like with your kids. The fact that I trust my kids makes my life better. I now have a built-in babysitter at 12. This is the greatest thing about kids getting older ever. But I trust my daughter to take care of my kids. I trust my kids not to go crazy and burn the neighbor's house down. Because mine's insured. I'm not worried about that. Theirs might not be. I don't know what that would mean. So I, I trust them. Does that make my life easier? When Amy and I are on a date, do I sit there the whole time like, boy, I wonder how the kids are? She might, but I don't. Because my life is better because I trust my kids, right? What about your boss? If you trust that your boss at work is looking out for your best interest, the best interest of the company, does that make your job easier? Does that make your life better? Versus a situation where you're always wondering, why did they do that? What about your spouse? Is your relationship better because you can trust each other? When they talk about abusive relationships, one of the first signs are someone who is overbearing and looking out and does not trust the other person to do a single thing. That's one of the first signs of it. So in your marriage, has anyone seen that or read the book Killing Kennedy? All right, it's a pretty good book. It's not that long. I'm listening to it this time around, and, it, and I'm about three-quarters of the way through it. And stepping aside from any political views that you have about John JFK, he was not alive when I was alive ever. So stepping back from that, his personal life, he's kind of a sleazeball. He had, like, calculated a lot of affairs and it totally made me uncomfortable. So no, no matter what they kind of face they put on as president and first lady, what do you think that does to that relationship? If she knows when she goes away on every weekend, there's people coming in by the droves. Not good. Not good. In fact, God, when he talks about someone worshiping another God, do you know how he compares it? So we have an idea what that means. He, he compares it to infidelity. That's what God calls it when he talks about it in scripture. So just about every relationship, your kids, your boss, um, your spouse, coworkers, you try and get some work done in your house, your subcontractor or your contractor, if you don't have trust in that person to make good decisions, it makes you nervous all the time. You're like, what are they actually doing? What's going to happen? Or even the government. Now, I might be naive. Okay, I am naive. But I don't live in this paranoia that the government is doing some double secret bad things to me and I post it 10 times a day on Facebook. Do you have friends that do that? I don't think any of you do that, so I, d I felt okay saying this. And maybe I'm totally naive. That's okay. I would rather be naive than live in this constant paranoia and thinking the government is out to get me personally. My life is better when I have certain level of trust that in general, they're looking out for me. Does this make sense? If you doubt me, Think of bad relationships you have in your life, the worst ones you have. It's okay to have bad relationships that aren't meant. You're like, is this a trick question? Everything is supposed to be good. If you have any poor relationships in your life, I guarantee at some point trust was broken. In fact, the more trust that you put into someone when they break that, the more stress, the more trouble that's going to come from that. I was just talking to someone who's going to move, and they said... Um, he was talking to a doctor. He said, there's three things that cause the top three things for stress. Can you guess the three top levels of stress? What activities? Death. Okay, that, I think, approaching death. I think that's pretty stressful. I, I would agree with that. Uh, number three 
is a move. That's why it came up. They're moving, and this is a major stress factor for them. Does anyone want to guess number two? Divorce, which is what? You have put confidence, you have put trust, you have put um, faith in someone else, and that other person has broken that trust. And that causes your whole world to kind of blow up. So every good relationship, let's just focus on the positive for a second. Every good relationship you have is built on more trust. In fact, this is from Scripture. It's better to trust in humans. It is. Life is better when you… Is the same thing true about God, though? When we ask the question, why does it matter? Does it matter if I have more faith in God? Is my relationship with God better with more confidence, more trust, more faith? 100%. So if you're asking yourself this question, a couple things. One, you're not the first person to ask this question. You're not the first person to say, I wish I had more faith in God. You're not the first one. I've asked the question many times. I pray for this. God, give me more faith. You're not the first one to do this. The second thing is, what you're really asking, you maybe don't even realize it, the end around, is God, I wish I had more faith, trust, and confidence in you. What you're really asking is, I wish my relationship with you was even closer. And is it a bad thing to say, God, I want to be closer to you? No. So that's why we talk about it. That's why we ask. So here's the real kicker, though. Can you trust someone too much? So I just, I'm talking out of two sides of my mouth now. Okay, every good relationship you have is built on trust. So I'm saying to you, yeah, you should trust people more. And, it, and, and if you've ever heard me preach on marriage or if you're getting married, I don't want to spoil the thunder here, but we're going to talk about trust and trusting each other, and it's going to be a better and better relationship, right? This is absolutely true. Trusting your kids, trusting your boss, this makes for better relationships. But can you trust a human being too much? How many of you have ever bought something off like Craigslist or eBay or any, if you've ever purchased something in your life? In fact, if you've been on this planet 15 minutes, you have trusted something from someone else and in return you've been disappointed, correct? Maybe something big like a car, maybe something bigger like a house, and they're the nicest homeowners ever and you think everything's great and then you find out there's like a leak going into the basement or something like that that they're well aware of. They just happen to not mention This isn't personal experience on that one. I have plenty of other ones. When you start dealing with and working with people to do repairs at church and to buy copiers and all these things, oh my goodness. I am more surprised when something actually happens. When someone says, this is what I'm going to do, and they actually do it, I feel like give them a slow clap. They're like, I'm like, you showed up on time? You delivered what you said? You know, this is awesome. This is great because so often it's actually a failure. Now, now that's, just think about that now. So you can trust someone too much. So in your own life, have you trusted people too much besides just buying stuff? Like actually big things. Yeah. You have befriended someone. You put faith in someone and they've utterly disappointed you. You put faith in someone, a boyfriend or girlfriend, just to be totally crushed. You put faith in maybe an aunt or uncle or grandparent or someone like this. You trust it and you put faith. You're like, they're going to deliver, and then they don't. And then what happens, though? We're going through a book. We just went through it with our kids. It's an awkward thing, but the book is basically called, like, Your Body is Your Own or something like that. Why do I have to go through a book like that with my kids? You can guess what this is about. 
Why do I have to do that? So they understand their own person, and they understand who they can trust, and they have off-ramps that say, if something doesn't seem right, and here's examples of not right, you have to go talk to mom and dad. So in your own life, in my own life, people we have put trust in have hurt us physically. People we have trusted have hurt us emotionally. People we have trusted have hurt us with their words. You can trust people too much. And what happens when you start to, you, you put that out there, you, you ever find yourself kind of getting closed and closed and closed? And you don't want to trust so much as much? You ever see a bumper sticker that says this? I did not have to look very far. I had many options. Question everything. But what's the gist of that? If you are naive enough, they're saying, to go through this world trusting everything and everything is going to be okay, it's like, wake up. Because you are going to be deceived around this corner and this corner and this corner and this corner. And, they're ta- and some of that stuff makes sense. What do you think it is like for not just a small thing, but someone who wakes up to find, like, Jackie Kennedy, to find out her husband's having affairs? What do you think that's like? What do you think it's like when someone who wakes up who's maybe uh, Mormon or LDS, the same thing, and they wake up and everything they believed up to that point is just a scam? How, how do you think that feels? Or the people who were involved with Bernie Madoff, with like all their money invested, and they wake up one day and it's gone. And they're like, I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to believe it. I'm not going to believe it. You can trust someone too much. You know that passage I showed? That was actually not the full passage. It actually says it's better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. Because people will absolutely disappoint you. God says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. God says, when it comes to trust, you cannot trust me too much. And as you get closed and closed and closed and closed, saying, I'm not going to trust people. I'm going to live in my shell. I'm going to live with my trust issues. God says, I want you to break that when it comes to me. And I want you to fully trust everything I do and say for you. God says, this is the deal. Your friends can lie. Your friends can cheat. Your boyfriend can run away. Your husband can leave you. Your girlfriend can leave you. Your wife can leave you. Your parents can disappoint you. Your uncle can hurt you. But God says, this is from Moses. God is not human. That he should lie. He's not a human being that he should change his mind. God does not speak and not act. God does not promise and not fulfill. If you're talking about, can I trust God enough? God is saying, there is no doubt absolutely you can trust me. And what one of those promises is, he says this, you confess Jesus with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, you're saved. You are not going to be disappointed. You're not going to wake up and say, what have I been doing? You're not going to think, God, I, I can't trust you this much. I'll give you this much faith, but that's probably about it. God says, when it comes to me, I want full and complete in utter trust. And your life is better. Your life is better the more confidence, the more faith, the more trust you have in God. So the question is this, how do I actually get more faith? Two things. One is time. When they talk about relationships and trust, it's not something that just happens overnight, is it? Someone's got a really good handshake and you're like, here are my bank account numbers, right? Does that happen? No. I mean, this is something that's built over time and takes time. And the same thing is true as you build your faith in the Lord. This is not something you wake up with. This is something that takes time, a life that goes up, a life that goes down, and seeing that God has been rock steady, steady, rock 
solid, steady through that whole period. So you can put your trust completely in God. God says, I want time with you. Not you just talking to me, but I want to talk into your life. And how does God talk into your life? His word. It takes 10,000 hours to be an expert. And I'm not saying take a year off and say I'm going to dedicate, or five years off and say 40 hours a week to studying God's word and his promises. But how about 15 minutes? You know, how about 15 minutes? And say, God, I'm going to commit every day just to hear you speak into my life because I want to be built up. I want a better relationship with you through your word because God also makes this promise. Faith comes from hearing the message. The message is heard through the word of Christ. If you want to be built up, you want a stronger faith, you need to spend time in his word, and there's something else God promises his Holy Spirit. That's why we're talking about this today. He says, my Holy Spirit, the counselor, the advocate, is going to come through my word He's going to build you up in the faith. He's going to strengthen your faith and make you believe what seems to be impossible. That Jesus actually died, that Jesus actually lived, that Jesus actually took your sins away so you can stand before God and be forgiven. Who is it that trusts you the most? Who trusts you the most, the absolute most? You're thinking, right? As a parent... You can look at your teenage kids, you can look at your adults, you can look at your spouse. I think my wife trusts me, but I wouldn't say 100%. Because no matter what, with a human relationship, you've got to have a little bit of a barrier. A little bit of a barrier. Who trusts you 100%? If you've ever had kids, you know kids do. When they're about this tall. Then it starts, to, you know, they start to grow a little bit older, but Owen's six. He's upstairs. He's six. We have a landing if you've ever been to our house and it's about this high. And he says, Dad, let's do the Superman jump. I'm like, I'm getting old. I've got to warm up a little bit. I'm like, hold on, some deep knee bends. I'm like, all right, I'm in. He lines up. He backs up against the wall. And he does not jump in such a way like I would, which would be kind of like this, like no matter what happens, I'm safe. He does full-out Superman, Superfly snooker, Rey Mysterio, so he backs up, and you can just imagine this little six-year-old, like, stuff in the dirt, and then he runs, and he just launches. So if I don't catch him, what happens? My son dies. That's what happens. That's what happens. I make sure he's got a liability thing that we sign, just like Jump Street. Uh, but, but what does it take for my son to jump full out like that? Complete trust. And you think back, how does the Scriptures talk about the greatest faith in the Bible? They don't say trust like a Pharisee. It doesn't say trust like uh, uh, an old person. It doesn't say trust like Simeon. It says trust like a little child that says, God, I lay my troubles on you. I put my cares on you, and I trust that you are going to take care of these things. I remember a song I used to sing as a little kid, and I have to say the. They've changed the words now. And it's not going to come out right because I explained last week that I have no singing ability, but it kind of goes like this, kind of. I am trusting... Does anyone recognize this? Tell me you do. Tell me I'm near the notes. I am trusting thee, Lord Jesus, trusting only thee, trusting thee for full salvation, grace and free. Our Lord comes to you and says, when you say, I need more faith, what the Lord hears is, I want a better relationship with you, God. Our God delivers Trust him like a little child that your sins are gone. You don't have to worry anymore. There's no fear in death. You don't have to worry about guilt. You don't have to think, have I done enough because Christ has done it enough. 
God is your father, you are his child, and you can trust him completely. Amen.